This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, exposed to COVID-19 on the job, a new lawsuit says you could be eligible for hazard pay. The Justice Department explains how it plans to go after those who took advantage of government programs during the pandemic. And GSA wants to help contractors facing hardships due to inflation. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Federal employees who were exposed to COVID-19 while working can now join a class action lawsuit. The American Federation of Government Employees, along with the law firm College Arvey, Juzy, Newman and Fitch, have created a new website for those who want to join the suit. AFGE says all of those exposed to COVID-19 on the job are eligible for hazard pay, so long as exposure to infectious diseases is not part of their job description. The Biden administration's new COVID-19 plan tells more federal employees to resume in-person work next month. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more on that. The White House's new national COVID-19 preparedness plan says federal agencies will lead by example for a new stage of the pandemic. That means increasing the hours public-facing federal offices are open for in-person appointments and services in April. The plan also outlines a sweeping new agenda for how agencies will respond to the current stage of the pandemic. The Office of Management and Budget is asking Congress for more than $22 billion to jumpstart these programs, but tells lawmakers it will request additional funding later on. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Justice Department is bringing together people, data, and technology to more aggressively combat pandemic fraud. In addition to naming a chief prosecutor to lead specialized teams under the COVID-19 Fraud Enforcement Task Force, Attorney General Merrick Garland says the combined power of 30 agencies, the inspectors general, and state and local partnerships will identify perpetrators of health care fraud, procurement fraud, and every other kind of government program fraud. Garland also says the task force will analyze data from across the government to identify payment anomalies that are indicative of fraud. The Defense Department Inspector General is looking into multiple aspects of the Pentagon's coronavirus response. DODIG says it will investigate how the military services have been handling requests for exemptions from vaccines. There are currently multiple court cases challenging the vaccine mandate. DODIG is also conducting a report to ensure activated National Guard troops got the entitlements they deserved. The Defense Department and other agencies are working together in new ways to prevent suicides. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. The military services continue to see an uptick in service member suicides. The number nearly hit 500 in 2019. The Defense Department says this month it's starting a new campaign to increase safety measures around at-risk individuals' access to firearms and pills. DOD says measures like keeping guns outside the home add an extra layer of inconvenience that could end up saving someone's life. The campaign's in conjunction with the VA and the Justice Department. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. DOD's years-long attempt to fix its military household goods moving system might finally be approaching a resolution. The Government Accountability Office ruled against all of the protests losing bidders had filed against the department's global household goods moving system. 
The Government Accountability Office ruled against all of the protests that losing bidders had filed against the department's global household goods moving contract yesterday. The multi-billion dollar award went to Home Safe Alliance, LLC. It's still unclear when the new contract will take effect, considering the protest delays. It could be delayed even further if the two losing bidders continue their protests at the Court of Federal Claims. GSA is trying to help contractors better deal with inflation. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. Vendors on the GSA schedule who are feeling the pinch of increased costs of goods and services may be getting some relief. Stephanie Shutt, the director of the Multiple Award Schedule Program Management Office at GSA, says they're trying to accelerate the current process for how vendors can increase prices. We are working with the Office of Government-Wide Policy and our Office of Policy and Compliance to see what we can do to provide workarounds for industry so that you guys can increase more often throughout the year. Shutt says the current approach is too slow to keep up with inflation. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The National Security Agency is out with new advice for securing network infrastructure. The detailed guidance from the NSA comes as U.S. agencies warn network defenders of potential Russian cyber campaigns. The NSA says the new guidance will help cyber defenders prevent adversaries from exploiting their networks. Following Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency has warned that all organizations should adopt a heightened posture when it comes to cybersecurity. The Department of Homeland Security looks to expand its white hat hacking program. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has more on that. DHS is asking for feedback on a plan to launch a department-wide vulnerability disclosure program. A new notice says the agency is considering awarding a contract for the Hack DHS program. The crowdsourced vulnerability disclosure effort would cover the full range of the department's networks and systems, including web applications, software, source code, hardware, and other technologies. In December, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas said the department would pay up to $5,000 per individual bounty, depending on the severity of the bug. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. As Congress works on a comprehensive spending plan for the rest of fiscal 2022, former leaders at the Treasury Department urge lawmakers to give much-needed funding to the IRS. Former IRS directors, assistant Treasury secretaries for tax policy, and other financial experts tell the House and Senate Appropriations Committees that the agency needs a higher level of funding to deal with its workload. The coalition says funding would help the IRS deal with a backlog of tax returns and shrink the gap between what taxpayers and the agency collects every year. And some changes to the biannual list of federal programs that nobody wants to be on. More on that from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. 36 programs make up the high-risk list compiled by the Government Accountability Office. The newest ones include emergency loans for small businesses because of the emerging scope of fraud and national efforts to get by drug misuse. Now the GAO has issued 100 pages of advice for how program managers can exit the list. It starts with top management commitment, but they need enough staff and expertise to pull off improvement plans. And you need a detailed plan in the first place. Tom Temin, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. 
Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.